Is that a machete in your pocket, sir, or are you just happy to see me? I'm just saying, why wouldn't you check the back seat? I'm just not here for it. I kind of enjoyed the axe to the face. Ooh, hey there, Mr. Monster. So, chill or kill? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Haunted Heart Podcast. No, 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 no. not oh. that one. Not that one? No, we're doing something different. I, I don't know how to react. I know, change is really hard for you, but you see, it's it's not Wednesday and we're on the podcast feed. Oh. Yeah, like oh. we're here. We're on the podcast feed, like now. Okay. Like, in their phone or their computer or wherever they're listening to we're us. We're in their ears at this point on whatever day they're listening. Yeah. Friday, Saturday. Sunday. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, also Friday. Not Wednesday. Oh. Wednesday is Haunted Heart Podcast Day. Oh, okay. Cool. But this is that new new. Ooh. The you you. Yeah, something we've been promising you for a while, while. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, welcome to Netflix and Kill Baby. Yes, we have been uh, so excited to start doing this. Um, and I know we didn't, we haven't quite reached uh, our goal for that uh, Patreon. Uh, you know what, though? We just decided yet, so. to go on ahead and break it on off. We did. Why? Why not? Why wait? Why not? Why do tomorrow who you could do today? Or what you could, you know, I'm going to leave it like it was. Okay. I'm not editing this episode at all. I, well, this is the uh, no. This is supposed to be the fun podcast. This is our fun show. So I'm. We already do the bare minimum of edits anyway on our regular <laughs> yeah, show. So truly. you're just gonna get reality right but here today. Full yes, reality. This is a show. There's a reason we're releasing it on the weekend. There's a reason that we're not, you know, designing this for you to listen to it at work. I just keep moving my head all the fuck around. So I know that you're getting some wonky audio from me, but that's all right because this is the fun show. Mm-hmm. This is on a weekend so you can kick back, have you a glass of Jack, have you a glass of Scotch. <laughs> Shit, baby, pour you a Fort Loco. A Fort Loco? <laughs> that's a problem. Okay. A Fort Loco. Tangent. In college, um, I didn't know what that was because I grew up in the middle of fucking nowhere with you uh, drinking steel reserves. Okay, but. From the gas station. So I got to college and the kids were talking about fucking like Four Locos. And the first time I heard it, I heard Fort Loco. So for literally two years of my life, (laughs) I fucking referred to it as Fort Loco. And I still have that uh, habit sometimes. Yeah, I had one one time. It was really nasty. Yeah, it was disgusting. I uh, had the watermelon one one time uh, through an evening work party. And I'm not going to mention any names, but it ended with uh, a particular person standing on my front porch, butt naked, bush, completely out in the open. And I'm not talking about Katie right now. (laughs) Yeah. And that is a disclaimer (laughs) that I appreciate. He certainly is not. Uh, I will own up to my moments uh, standing butt naked with the bush in the open. Uh, That night was not me. (laughs) 
I don't have to be drunk for that. Exactly. There was that night that I had all those margaritas, though. I got off the train from New York, mm-hmm. and they didn't have no food on that damn train. And so I paid like $10 for a fucking cheese platter, <laughs> which was like literally the little teeny tiny baby bell fucking cheeses. It was like three of those. And that's like all I had eaten all day. And it was Kenny's birthday. And you were having a party for yeah. your birthday. And I got yeah. off the train and literally like came right over to your house and then drank 12 margaritas with Kenny. <laughs> and honey, when I tell you we were drunk. Uh-huh. We were drunk with a capital K at the end. <laughs> mm-hmm. All I remember, one of the only memories I have of that night is you. I remember my legs being wrapped around your chest and you just like throwing me up in the air, sort of. But I was scared I was going to fall and I was screaming the song New York. I just remember you falling down the yard. Bitch, no. Tell him, tell him what happened before. It don't matter. Ten, you ten still concrete fell. steps went down imperfectly. Y'all just knew my ass was gonna fall. And then what happened? A hill in uh, the a yard. A tiny little hill. Got I'm her. gonna tell you what. If Yochi Baz had built some fucking steps into that hill, we would have been fine. <laughs> no, there were steps that went down, but you chose to not take the steps. Oh, and just I took go a turn through the grass. Oh, see, y'all didn't keep me on to, the path. I took yeah. that left turn. And don't worry, folks. And then we, I, hit that I am hill. a responsible friend. I did not let her drive drunk that evening. No, I believe I was, you had a designated yeah, a I was. DD. Yes, I was going to the car to be driven because that's what she a went lady does. to the chauffeur. <laughs> I did. I did. Uh, So this podcast is not about me getting drunk. No. What is this podcast about? What are we doing here today? You know, what is any podcast about? (laughs) Really, really, honestly, truly. No, this is a podcast for you. It's something for you on the weekend. (laughs) But yo, (laughs) this is a show for you on the weekend. It's just a little quick mini. It's just a little, little bump for you. Just a little bump to get you on to the next Wednesday. Like a bump of Coke? I'm trying no, to figure out what no, you're no. talking about. <laughs> no, no, no. Because no. I think that's what that, that is supposed to mean. We're not pro-drugs. We're not pro-drugs. Well, Just when you little... say a bump, I think that's what, I don't know. that's what that means. I don't know. I mean, it can be a lot of things like a baby bump, but it's not that. No. Um. <laughs> this podcast is not nine months long. <laughs> oh, my God. We are not the shape of a watermelon right now. We're not. Um... This is just a little something for you on the weekend. It's a little wacky. It's a little zany. Have yourself a little drink. If you don't drink, have a treat of some kind. And just hang out with us. We're going to talk about a different movie every week. We're Mm -hmm. going to go to Netflix. We're just going to pick some shit off there. Mm -hmm. Some of the movies you'll probably have heard of. Some of the movies you probably won't have heard of. Exactly. And we're just going to watch a movie a week and just come to you here and tell you... If it's uh, fucking shit or not. Right. What we what we fucking felt about it. Now, we're not film professors. No. And we probably ain't going to know everybody's name, so don't get mad. No. This isn't a place for being mad. This is a place for being chill. Yes. Okay? Yes, being chill. No, we. Uh, it is no stranger to anybody who listens to our show that we are uh, super fans of uh, the horror genre. And uh, it's something that is just, you know kind of fun for us to you know kick back watch a movie and then share our thoughts on it right uh and whether or not you know we feel like you guys should uh you know watch it or i mean you know if we didn't like something fuck still watch it anyway 100 percent. 
you know? 100%. This is our version of having everybody over to our place on the weekend for a fucking sleepover to gather around, get us some pizza, get us some fucking, you know, drink, and watch some horror on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Some good horror, some shitty horror. Shit, girl, sometimes the shitty ones is more fun than the good ones. True. Very true. Very true. Speaking of... <laughs> what are we talking about today, well, Kenny? when you came over, you selected a film randomly. I did. I did. This week was me. Yep. And it was truly random. It we was were, random. Because we were fucking fighting when I did it. And I literally just scrolled through and clicked on something. Yeah, we were, we were arguing. And she just said, bam, we're going to watch this. I was like, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. So, I shouldn't say we were fighting. I should say that we were having a business discussion about... <laughs> About content. A business for discussion our about content. Yes, we were. Yes. Um, so we, or Katie, selected the film Mara. Now, what prompted you to select this? Was it the cover art? Was it the Literally name? nothing. I, I literally <laughs> didn't even look at the fucking movie. I just pressed it because you were talking and I wanted you to shut up. <laughs> I mean, that was pretty much it. Okay, cool. Um, I didn't know what it was called till the title card came on. So it was truly random. Yeah, so we watched, <laughs> we just finished watching this film called Mara. 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 Or backwards, Aram. Aram. N- Mara. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, so Mara is a 2018 American supernatural horror film. It is directed by Clive Tung. Tung? T-O-N-G-E. Tung. G-E. Oh, I think it's probably just Tong. Tong? Probably. Tong. Likely. Tong. Mm-hmm. Tong. Tong. It could be Tong <laughs> Uh, so this was his feature-length debut, and it was written by a gentleman named Jonathan Frank. So why don't you uh, start us off with the premise of the, what this movie was about, Katie? Okay. Um, this film was about this girl. We're supposed to believe she's a psychologist. Mm-hmm. Um, and she apparently had a mom who like had some issues with sleep paralysis and then she had to be committed and then she had schizophrenia so they locked her away in an asylum because everybody with schizophrenia gets locked away in asylums that's like a standard uh rule that we follow for schizophrenics in society it's not if you don't know any schizophrenics there's medicine (laughs) you just literally take medicine yeah um you're gonna be all right (laughs) Just hang in there. Um, but as this movie would have you believe it, uh, her mom, her schizophrenic mom gets locked away and then she grows up to become a psychologist and then she shows up to some crime scene where this man is dead and he um, he was sleeping and then he, he got pretzeled up, origami. And uh, <laughs> Him, he, got, he was origami. Yeah, right, yeah. and his wife is like, I didn't do it. Um... I didn't kill him. And then the kid is like, OMG, what's happening to my parents? So long story short, they blame it on the mom. The mom gets locked away in an asylum. The mom keeps trying to tell the psychiatrist that she didn't kill her husband, that something else did it. And then the mom ends up dead in the same way. And then the psychiatrist or psychologist, whatever the fuck she was, um, she, um, I didn't see her prescribe nobody no medicine, so I'm going to call her a psychologist. I think, I think the psychiatrist prescribed meds. Anyway, um, 
she like gets involved in this like sleep paralysis help group Alcoholics Anonymous shit that's run by this really hot doctor who's too hot to be a doctor. Yeah. And I didn't trust him. No, I said uh, to Katie when we were watching it, I said, you know what? This guy looks like a reject from Grey's Anatomy. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Too hot to be a doctor. You could watch the movie for the doctor, but you know. They didn't play up the doctor as much as I thought they were going to. Like, I thought he was going to have a much more substantial role yeah, in the film. Yeah, he just kind of hung out. Yeah. He just kind of existed. Yeah. And so I think... He... Well, let me finish my synopsis. So he was... Um, he did the uh, he did the sleep clinic, and then she met a couple other people who were suffering from the same sort of thing. And it turns out they was being haunted by a demon. Mm-hmm. A sleep demon. A sleep demon. And her name, can you guess, was Mara. Yeah, I don't really understand that. Like, the name is just, where, like, Mara. Is it supposed to be short for something? Maybe it means sleep. I know that Rooney, um, Mara? Mare in Italian is the sea. Uh, so, what? Mare. Is what? The sea. The like, sea. the ocean. Oh. Mare. I thought you said sea, and I thought you were talking about, like, the actual yeah. word sea, and then it made me think that you were trying to be short for, like, Cunt. Cunt. No. And, um, I was like, I was like trying to relate the two in my head. No, it's not Italian for cunt. Um, um, it means. The but ocean. Mara was kind of a cunt. Um. She was. Uh, she was. Um. So yeah, that was my issue uh, with this. Was that like so you had this doctor right, and he didn't really like. I thought he was going to play a much more important role than what he did. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what I thought everybody was going to was yes, going to be. Yes, literally every character of the film. Um, uh. Yeah, it was a little. Uh, I don't know. Um, I just was not like it started out kind of strong, uh, but then as you sort of led into uh, the story a bit, it just got a little underwhelming. Yeah, for me, personally. I feel you. Um, I. I think one of the, my favorite part, one of my favorite parts um, was the beginning where it's, it's literally the opening credits. Um, There's like, they're flying a droid over this city to Mm -hmm. shoot these shots. So it's just like a gorgeous like sky, uh, not skyscraper. There's a lot of skyscrapers. What am I trying to say? Um, Skyscape? I think that's what I was Cityscape? trying to do. Cityscape? Sort Cityscape. of. Yes. But there's just a chill ambiance, and it's very, like, we're used to being led into movies with, like, music, but this was just very silent, and it was just, like, breathing. Yeah. And that was kind of cool. That in itself, very eerie. Um, but then it just kind of went downhill from there, uh, such as a psychiatrist being called to a crime scene. Like, literally, the body is still there, and the psychiatrist is there to talk to the alleged murderer about an insanity plea. And that's not how Is cases, that not how things work? That's not how the timeline, like, works. Like, we're not really talking about an insanity plea uh, at the crime scene with the body still in the scene. Right. Not really how it works. The psychiatrist doesn't come and see the body. Like, that's not a thing. Um if they did, they would be dismissed because that's really kind of... Uh, Couldn't that be like... Because they're not... It's not really fair to traumatize the psychiatrist and then ask them to advocate for the alleged murderer's like uh, defense, I would... Well, yeah, but I mean, also, like, if you're... They're not, like, actively a part of the investigation. No, they're not. They're literally... So, like, no. then mm-hmm. isn't there, like, the whole, like, tampering of... 
like a crime scene that yeah how you happen. don't like touch bodies yeah mm-hmm. that too that that happens yeah um in so real life. so that so that's not a thing um but we're suspending our disbelief because it's a film and so we're moving on. One thing that was interesting is that on the way, on the drive over to the crime scene, she was listening to a book on tape about sleep paralysis. Yes. So topical, but also, girl, I feel like that's me like cramming for a test the night before that I have to fucking pass. Well, She's like on her way to the crime scene trying to learn about sleep paralysis. Girl, listen to episode two, Terror in the Night of the Haunted uh, Heart Podcast. Yep, yep. And I was just going to mention We'll tell that. you all about uh, it. Yep. Having a personal experience with sleep paralysis, I can, can relate a little bit. Um, I'm still alive, though, so thanks to whoever didn't. Um. I mean, fucking hang in there. <laughs> Please. Woo. Um, but no, that sensation of being paralyzed is uh, very, very frightful. Um, uh, but I don't know. She was just, I just felt like the film kept trying to give us moments where we were supposed to care. Right. And then it didn't. And be emotionally like, invested. Right. I mean, this girl was like, uh, she was a psychiatrist, but she was always running somewhere. Like, mm-hmm. running amongst the Spanish moss. Mm-hmm. Also, what the fuck state was this in? Because I oh. thought we were in Savannah because we had Spanish moss, but then we have a fucking tugboat. It was actually in filmed the end in of Savannah, the film. Georgia. Okay, so where is that fucking tugboat? Let me tell you what. I've spent a lot of time in Savannah. Ain't never seen a tugboat across the city. They're probably wondering what tugboat you're talking about. There are fucking boats on River Street, but... This is, like, specific to one fucking listener in Savannah. <laughs> hey, Amy. <laughs> Amy's like, there's actually a tugboat uh, right off of this. I can tell you how to get there. Well, no, because at one point in the film, it was towards the end where she, like, solved the case or whatever or whatever was going on, what she thought she solved. And so she was trying to get back to uh, to the little girl in order to save her, and obviously she wrecks her car. Wait, the little girl is the girl of the... So the guy who was killed in the very beginning that she goes to the house... And, like, is supposed to evaluate his wife for killing him. And then the wife gets locked up. That's their little girl. I don't think we're explaining this well. But there's a little girl. And she's in danger. She's in danger, Will Robinson. Um, and, uh, yeah. So she's got to get back there to the hospital. Yeah. To the little girl. Because the little girl's in trouble. Because now the sleep demon has, like, attacked her father. And then also attacked her mother. This is going really well. I think we're being very clear. <laughs> This is going very well. It's translating. This is great. Anyway, continue your point. So, yeah. So, so the sleep demon is now after the girl. Also, the, psych, the psychiatrist. Psychologist? Psychiatrist. Psych- I think we decided on psychologist because I don't think she can prescribe any medicine. Because okay. she certainly didn't prescribe any She's also after the psychologist. And this demon marks you. She teases you for a few days. It's very grudge-esque. It's very um, early stages of, like, flirting into dating me. Right? She marks you. You see her a couple times, right? She marks you You witness her kill somebody first. (laughs) You know? I mean... And then she sees you, and then she stalks you. And There's then a lot of parallels. She climbs you. on you in the night. She chokes you. Gets on top of you and chokes you. Um, there's, there's a lot of parallels that uh-huh. we could draw. She has long, unruly hair. Girl, that shit was matted. It was. It was long but you know and stringy what? Have you ever matted. seen me three days into a long I'm weekend? I'm looking at you right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but my hair's all fresh and clean now. But three days into a long weekend, honey. 
There's a lot of parallels we could draw. <laughs> oh, yes. Anyway, finish your story about how we got to a tugboat. No, no. So uh, so the demon's after her, and the whole story and the whole plot line is this psychiatrist trying to figure out a way to um, figure out what's going on, figure out who this sleep demon is. And supposedly the sleep demon, Mara, um, happened, like she appears whenever there's a tragic event. Like the start of this uh, podcast. Right. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's over in the corner, like slowly starting to like appear. And it's like, as we like, oh, no, Ladies let's stop the podcast. Special let's stop. No, we're going to stop. And then she just disappears. And then we continue talking and she starts Such appearing tragedy. again. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. Sleep Demon Mara. <laughs> stop. Just stop. Podcasting. <gasps> You know, that's what she sounded like. Um, <laughs> and I actually it was a good impression. Yeah. Uh, and as she walks, her bones like crack, which was also a very cool That was cool the worst noise. I mean, the best noise, but it was it was not a... The sound on this movie was good as fuck. Like, the score was very good. The ambiance was very good. The soundscape was very good. Mm-hmm. Um that 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 bone crunching noise didn't didn't like that. Yeah, no, whenever the demon moves, like there's like a bone crunching noise that's pretty disturbing, but... She ends up on this uh, tugboat after wrecking her car, <laughs> trying to get to this little girl to save her she, life. Now, and how she wrecked her car, she saw some somewhat in the road. Somewhat? Summit. She saw someone in the road. Summit. And, uh, and swerved her car, which my mama told me when I got my license, she said, Katie, just hit it. <laughs> she looked me straight in my eye, dead ass, and she said, just hit it. So if she anything's said, in the road, just hit it. She said, don't swerve that car, just hit it. Okay. She said, don't swerve. She said, you're going to fuck up if you swerve. Just hit it. Go through it. Just hit anything in the room. Just road. hit it. Okay. <laughs> Sound advice. <laughs> now, obviously, I don't think she's talking about crosswalks, but um, <laughs> I live by that rule. Just hit it. You going by a school zone? Just hit it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ooh, no editing. No editing decisions we have made. Nope, not at all. So she gets on this tugboat now, Katie. You have got to do the impression of this tugboat this announcer. Man. First of all, she gets on a tugboat in the middle of nowhere in the middle of the night, and I'm pretty sure like tugboats like you know don't operate at like three o'clock in the morning, but maybe I don't know. Um, I think there might be an all night tugboat. Okay, cool. Hmm. Um, <laughs> if you drive an all night tugboat, email us. <laughs> At the Haunted Art Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. I, I really do want to hear from you, though, if you do. I'm not I'm not even joking. Email me. So she gets on this fucking tugboat. Nobody's on the tugboat, obviously, because most people drive their fucking that's cars a, that's appropriately. That's a ghost tugboat. That's a ghost tugboat. <laughs> um, so she's going to take her tugboat to the hospital. All right. So she gets on here. Um, and this man, you have got to do the impression, Katie. What did he say? He said, welcome to the Cross City Ferry. He said, welcome to the Cross City Ferry. <laughs> Arriving my, my, my hospital. He was so funny. He was I just enjoyed doing the movie the most. just for him. <laughs> He really, he really was doing them. It was like, it was so incongruous because we were like, this is a panicked moment. And the, like the sound is like all panicked. And like, she's got all dark circles under her eyes and her hair's looking all matted. She got a dark contour on. So that's how you know she ain't sleep. Mm-hmm. And she, uh, I thought she looked pretty good. I mean, yeah, it was good. It was <laughs> her like hair had some volume. Thing. Yeah, right. She I had did. a nice little, you know, a nice contour going on. I mean, she had a smoky 
puffy red eye but <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. but overall i thought she looked great yeah um she yeah so that's how we were like it was just supposed to be such a tense moment and then and then tugboat man came through <laughs> welcome to the cross city furry <laughs> he was just really there for that um it yeah. was yeah so and eventually you know she gets to the uh spoiler alert um she gets to the she gets to the to the hospital uh and saves the girl but then doesn't save herself yeah and this bitch this mara uh comes out of the middle of nowhere and starts grudging herself down the fucking into the room straight to this uh, uh, psychiatrist mm mm-hmm. And this bitch is ugly as fuck. She is knock-kneed, old knock-kneed ass bitch. <laughs> she ain't got no meat on her bones. She ain't look like she ain't brushed her teeth in about three weeks. Her hair looks like shit. Her face looks like shit. No wonder she's fucking mad. And she just goes in on this poor fucking psychiatrist. But before she does, she does this, like, matrix move where she, like rises up in the air which i thought was extremely tacky i'm like why did we do that that was unnecessary i feel like there was a lot about this movie that was unnecessary though i mean all right so we were trying to do a commentary on like uh guilt and like holding on to things that we probably shouldn't and holding on to things and it having a negative impact on you like summoning a vicious sleep demon to murder you in your sleep that's why you just be a sociopath ranked (laughs) (laughs) you just don't feel bad ever for anything that you fucking do at all um (laughs) so i mean there was that element but uh, just yeah i've seen films do it better it took a lot of it took from a lot of other films like it borrowed from the grudge it borrowed from uh a nightmare on elm street Mm -hmm. um which it like it took them a whole hour to reference it took us 57 minutes and 13 seconds to get to a freddy krueger reference and i was just like really at this point, don't even give it to me. You know what I mean? Like, don't even, don't try now. Yeah, no, not at all. So, um, yeah. So I just wasn't like the biggest fan. There were some funny moments. I found that we were laughing more so than anything. But then again, it's us. So you know. <laughs> yeah. The only thing is, so the um, the writers and the directors um uh, stated that their intention was to have the film begin a quote insidious type film franchise. Mm, that's unfortunate so i don't know how that works but like i said it it borrowed from a lot of places so i mean i just really wasn't that big a fan the score itself was was good and the sound some of the sound effects i liked the monster design it was really she was really creepy but again also kind of borrowed from the film mother yeah a little bit yeah. I noticed a lot of a lot of that going on. So it just wasn't nah. It just seemed like a, a hashing of a bunch of other ideas from greater films. And that's a noise that we won't be editing out for you. No, that is our moment, uh, letting us know that it's time for us to rate. But I didn't get my final thoughts. I have thoughts. Okay. Well what are your thoughts? I think Give us my your main thought I can sum it down into one thought. Um whilst watching this film and it was um that these visine commercials are really just getting out of hand (laughs) i mean everybody running around this whole movie 
with these red ass eyes. We're really getting out of hand by Zine. Yeah. I have to say. Yeah, everybody in the film was just like bloodshot eyes because that was part of her mark. So when she marked right. you, like you had like this red spot under your eye. Yes. Um, and then it just grew to where your yes. eyes were just red. Yes. I was waiting for, what's the guy with the really the really dry voice who does the Visine commercials? Do you oh, know, I don't know. I don't know him by name. We're not on a first name basis. Is he a famous person? <laughs> you don't know the Visine commercials? He's like, dry eyes <laughs> for red eyes. I can't think no, of No, but you're it. doing a great job. You're doing a great job. Um, my other thought was... Uh, the Oscar goes to the man in this film who delivered a key fucking plot point as to like why Mara comes after certain people uh, with absolutely zero fucks at all given. Like, you remember that man? She called him up on the phone and she was like, ooh, here's a critical question that I must know the answer to. And he was like, yeah, you know, some shit Oh, happens. yeah. You remember so, that man? That man delivered that he... line, like, we deliver the <coughs> podcast. Like, he... Well, no. Remember when he when we said that there was a tragic event yeah. that would happen? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the tragic event was the, there was a gentleman who died prior to, well, prior to when the film started, uh, but he was the cause of all of this. And the reason being was because when he was in Japan, he uh, uh, skipped on some uh, uh, fresh fish. Mm-hmm. He was a chef at a school, and uh, which I don't think the chef at a school actually probably purchases. But also, food, but um, what schools have chefs? Like our school ordered fucking frozen pizza in boxes yeah. and then cut it out in rectangles and gave it to us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know about that. I don't know about school Maybe it chefs, was one but... of those private international schools. Who knows? Anyway, uh, and so apparently he bought some bad fish and killed about 30-something kids. And that was literally how the man delivered the line like, into the phone. <laughs> yeah, about 36. Well, he killed about 36 kids because he skimped on some bad fish. And that was it. The phone call was over. Like, that was literally his, pro- his whole performance. And then it was this big, incredible. like... <gasps> Oh, no, that was a tragic event. I mean... You literally could see him, like, do, like, the handjob gesture of, like, well... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, I expected to hear, whoop, 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 after, like, what happened? Yeah, so that, and then also the fact that the cop at the crime scene in the beginning of the movie looked like someone impersonating a cop. Yeah. For sure. Definitely did not look like a cop. There were a couple scenes in the movie that I'm pretty sure were filmed at, like, a Holiday Inn and Express. Uh, mo- mostly every scene that's supposed to happen at the police station or the psychiatrist, psychologist, who the fuck knows, uh, her office. Like, those scenes were definitely filmed at a Holiday Inn and Express. So. Yeah, totally. Shout out to them for that. Uh, I didn't see them in the special thank you section, so. <laughs> Probably should have done that. All right, so. The time comes. So at the end of every one of these episodes, we're going to give you our uh, opinion on whether or not we uh, can chill with this film or if we kill it. So what do you give this film, Katie? I mean, I'm probably going to say I feel like it's a resounding uh, kill from me. Even Uh, Even with the tugboat guy? Tugboat guy was pretty funny. But I just don't know that it's worth it. Maybe you could throw it on in the background. But honestly, I don't think you're going to get anything out of it in mm-hmm. the background. Because it's not, it doesn't have those like takeaway moments where we can like be at a party chilling, not paying attention. And then like, like 
zoom in on the TV for like a scene or two. Like it doesn't have that sort of appeal. You can't just pop in and out. Uh, but it's also not good staying for the whole performance uh, just for Tugboat Man. So I think I have to go with Kill. Yeah. I, I got to kill it. All right. Killed. How about you? Um, yeah, definitely a kill. Same, yeah. To me, it was just not, like I said, it borrowed from films that did their, that did things better. Yeah. Um, like Insidious and, you know, Mother of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, um, all of the above. And it didn't even really have any, like, decent jump scares. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, like you can't even like it didn't even deliver a jump scare to me. Yeah. So like, you didn't even give me that. It was more just like, huh, okay, I've seen. Yeah, this I don't think I don't think we could decide whether we wanted to be like horror or like psychological thriller. Like, I don't think we I don't think it it decided quite quite. Yeah, kind of like our podcast. Is it true crime? Is it <laughs> is it witchy? Is it you know what? Is it Our podcast cult? is concept fluid. Okay. So it's 2019. Cool. Respect it. We're just going to do whatever the fuck. Yeah. Especially on this one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yes. So that is our uh, our PS de resistance uh, of this. That's not what that means at all, is it? No. <laughs> I think that means like capstone or something. <laughs> no, Ooh, it's not. That's a lot. Good. Mm. <laughs> nope, it's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that is uh, Mara. So that is Mara. We're going to kill it, but, uh, you know, like I said, watch it if you want to. Don't. I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> nope. So, yeah, that's the episode. That's kind of, uh, we haven't really worked out the closing. We haven't worked out the closing, so we're just like, so, yeah. Petering. <laughs> At the end. Petering. So, yeah. uh, so, if you are just now tuning in on this episode, I'm fucking sorry. Uh, it's a whole thing that we got going on. Uh, if you want to listen to our real shits, uh, it drops on Wednesday. Um but if you want to get in touch with us, you know what to do. You can email us at thehauntedheartpodcast at gmail.com. It's the same email. It's mm-hmm. a different day. We up in your feed, but it's the same email. Mm-hmm. It's the same Insta as well. You can find us at The Haunted Heart Podcast. Twitter, The Haunted Heart. Uh, go find us on Facebook. Search The Haunted Heart Podcast. And be sure to like our page. We got like, okay, I can tell y'all because we on the bonus episode. We got like close to 300 motherfuckers in our Facebook group. And yes, how many we likes do. do we have on our page? Like 130 or some bullshit. On, Not 300. Oh. On our Facebook page. Oh. So y'all need to go over to the Haunted Heart Facebook page and hit that thumbs up button for me today. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're not on our Facebook group, definitely join that. I mean, that's more important. So do that first because it's way more fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, connect with us on the socials. And if you want to get over on Patreon to get you that bonus good good, uh, extra content, you can find it at patreon.com slash the haunted heart. Mm-hmm. And you can sign up for as little as $1 a month. A dollar makes us holla. It does, girl. And we are thankful for all the dollars. Uh-huh. So, yeah. That's the episode. That's all I have. All you right. keep looking at me like I have more to give, but I really don't. <laughs> I, that's really it. All right, guys. Well, I guess uh, until next time. You know what you gotta do. You've got to stay spooky.